Hey, Peppin. Yo, 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 yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about um, other animals. Ooh, like frogs. Yeah, that's another one that's not humans. Uh, Dogs? There's, man, you're on a roll. Do all the animals you know rhyme? Dolphins? Oh, that's even newer than that. Man, I don't know where we're going, but this is exciting. So there's a bunch of different ones, and what if there weren't us? Like, what if humans went to Mars? Yeah. Oh. Then what would happen to all the other animals? Well, I think we'd all die, right? I mean, it's the only logical conclusion. If we weren't here, we'd all be dead. And other animals, they wouldn't be dead. Nate, we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pepin. How's it going today, Pepin? Hey, hey, I am doing well. How about you, yourself, Meter? I'm doing fantastic. Got all my Funhouse merch on. This nope. is a Funhouse shirt. This is these are Funhouse sweatpants, jogging sweatpants. It's all Funhouse. Is that like the thing with the mirrors? Yep. Yeah. That's it. Those are so cool, aren't they? They really are. So the topic today was actually submitted uh, by a big, big fan of the show, Carl, um, of Healthy Hive. If you haven't seen uh, what Healthy Hive is doing, definitely check that out. It's a lot of actually really cool stuff um, in making sure that there is transparency uh, in the world, especially in the healthcare field. But um, Carl asks, if humans don't exist, what becomes the dominant species on Earth? Hmm. It's an interesting question and a lot of ways you could take it. So, I don't know, maybe for this, like, uh, thought experiment, we assume there's some crazy virus that just wipes out all of humanity. I mean, it doesn't sound too far off, right? Mm, yeah, that could happen, probably. I mean, it, it, it happened with bananas, almost, because uh, I think bananas, they were all, like, essentially clones of each other. And then there's mm-hmm. one virus that kind of affected it and just spread all across and all the bananas almost got killed out uh and that's also why i mean they had to bright read a new strain it's also why banana flavored candy tastes weird because that's how the old bananas tasted like now we have new bananas oh i didn't know that so banana flavored stuff does taste like banana but it's not banana that we know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's old world banana old world banana so if bananas didn't exist Wait, is that the question? Uh, yes. It's, if bananas didn't exist, uh, who would peel them? Who? What would become the dominant yellow fruit? <laughs> so, okay. So, let's, let's take that as the first thought experiment. You know, humans exist and then suddenly they don't. Mm-hmm. What comes to power and becomes the dominant species in that scenario? Hmm. I, I, I feel like I'm going to be a bit of a nitpick here because... Mm-hmm. I, I would disagree with the concept that there being a dominant species. Like, what does that mean? Like, well, humans are right now the dominant species. I, I guess, uh, maybe. I, I, I think we 
dominate some areas or control some areas, but you know we don't control others. I, I, I think I mean, we we control pretty much everything. I, I, I think it's kind of questionable still. Like I, at least like I can kind of get it from a a certain point of view, but I, I'm also not completely sure that we're not just being arrogant when we say that. I mean, we are, but it's all. I think it's also accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we have the ability to control every other species on Earth. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like the capacity to control the fact that maybe we can say kill this other entity or you know control them, cage them, do whatever. That's kind of like the dominant aspect to it. I think that's part of it. I think there's also the dominance of uh, where like we take up the we take up the most space in when you include like our infrastructure when you include like just our area of effect is complete across the the earth mm-hmm. um you know and we we can be found everywhere even down you know maybe not living um but even down in the hydrothermal vents you know we've been down there mm-hmm. um and there's no other creature we've been out in the space like we we are the dominant species in in that capacity as well. Okay, uh, would you still say that we're dominant in the in, in like say the uh, bottom of the ocean, like uh, kind, kind of we we're talking where they have like those funny looking uh, tube worms and stuff, like where there's no light. I I, I would I would hesitate. Like I can say definitely like above ground we're definitely dominant, but you go like beneath the sea. I don't think we can really do much down there. Like. Even like our probes are very limited. I think if we wanted to, we could. Okay. And it would be very. It wouldn't be like the hardest thing in the world because we can already access it. Like if we wanted to dominate mm. the hydrothermal vents, we could. I see. So, so this goes back to capacity. We have the capacity mm. to do that. Now, whether we do it or not, that's another matter. But you know, the dominance mm. is more implied in the ability to dominate. Yeah. Let's let's get on board with the capacity argument. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and let's take it from that angle. Cause I think we have to pick an angle. So I think uh-huh. that, that would be the best angle, the capacity argument. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you have control at this very second. Okay. So I could definitely get on board then that humans are the dominant species on the earth. Mm-hmm. And you could say we're definitely the dominant species in space. Cause we're the only species in space that we know of. Yeah. So from there, if humans were to die off, the question is what would become the dominant species after that? Mm-hmm. And I I, th- I think the first thing you have to presuppose there is that there would be a dominant species after that, another species that were like humans or to su- to the same effect, where they have that capacity of control over, say, all of dominion. dominion. Mm-hmm. Is that something you think would happen? Uh, well, if we're just talking about capacity and we're talking about potential, mm-hmm. then I think it's automatic because there's a, an there's like is a hierarchy so like right under humans there is one that exists now that would be second in when it comes to capacity when it comes to um like current ability and then that like potential and then that becomes number one when humans are gone okay uh i i guess but would that species have the same say capacity to dominate say earth as another species let's let's say the next species is i don't know i'm just gonna go with one dolphin let's say Mm -hmm. uh you know dolphins really don't have any capacity to do anything on land 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, maybe over, say, millions of years, they could evolve that capacity. And I think that's partially where this question's going. But, uh, you know, currently, I don't think they're anywhere, you know, clear analog to humans. Like, right. uh, you could say they even dominate the sea. Like, they're very, uh, they, they do all right for themselves, but, you know, they're, they don't have too much control over their environment. Right. No. And maybe, so maybe we'd say it's not dolphins then. Mm-hmm. What would your guess be? Uh? Um, I know uh, Carl had suggested that it would be octopus. Um, so I'm interested as to their, their reasoning why. Um, I think they can be, I'm trying to, to look it up while we're talking, I think they can go on land, but I don't think they like can live on land. So if we're talking about something dominating the entire earth, I think we would have to start with what's something that can do both land and sea. Mm-hmm. So, so I think octopi would be a good option, uh, at least <sighs> in context to evolution. So they have been known to go onto land, you know, catch little things and do little things there. Uh, they can't stay on there too long, kind of like you're saying, but you know, it's something that does happen uh, and they can get stranded too. That's another issue, but it's kind of interesting to see them kind of walk around. Uh, but octopi are also very smart. They're way different than like human cognitions. Cause I believe that they actually don't have brains or rather they don't have brains in the same way that insects don't have brains. They have a distributed nervous system. So you could say their brain is, you know, spread out through their whole body. Like when an arm kind of does one of its things with an octopi, like the other arms aren't getting their signals or coordination from a central processing unit. Rather, it's all just kind of doing its own thing and they happen to cooperate with each other. Mm-hmm. which is just really interesting. And uh, they have been known to be able to figure lots of stuff out. Like they're like in zoos, for instance, are very good at escaping things. They can take jars, open jars, and kind of like uh, get back in them, use them as like a little uh, refuge. And they do all these really interesting things that a lot of animals don't, don't do. So I think that could be a potential there. Mm. And they, so... Uh, and you know, maybe maybe it doesn't have to necessarily be something that can go both land and sea. Is not more of the earth sea than land. So maybe the next dominant species is something that is starts in the sea and then evolves to be able to be land based. Like humans, realistically, can't live in the sea. We need to create an apparatus in order to do so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see something where it's like a like let's say millions and millions of years down the line, let's say it's octopi, they they don't, like maybe they can stay out from water for like a little bit, kind of like they do now, but really what they do is just, just like have a fish tank that they drive around in, you know? Yeah, it's a reverse boat. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see one of those sort of things. Uh, Teob. Teob? That's boat backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna make sure you don't, because then it'd be like, oh no, we have a hole in the boat. We're losing all our water instead of the water coming in. <laughs> I suppose one issue they wouldn't have is like fires happening, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's one nice thing. But then again, if a fire ha- is happening around them, they're kind of screwed. What they're gonna? There's underwater fires. I mean, yeah, but you think what, what would happen in like one of these like uh, machines that'd be driving around it? 
Yeah, because they're obviously going to use oil. That's true. That's true. And, hey, they're going to have access to, like, lots of underground oil, too. So, you know, we think we're going to leave this, you know, soil dry. But, no, they're going to find stuff out in the middle of the ocean in places we can't get to mm-hmm. as easy. Yeah, they're going to have Octopus Exxon. Um, and so, I mean, oh, so octopus are, are on, on the list of potential. Mm. What about monkeys? What about uh, just monkeys? I think monkeys have good potential too. They have a common ancestor with humans that isn't too far off. Uh, same with apes. I think we're technically great apes. And a lot of those, a lot of those sort of intelligence, uh, like all of the intelligence is kind of there. You could see it evolving again. So I, I could see that. Uh, it, it is a little bit of a like obvious and boring answer to some degree because it's kind of like, hey, they're like could be like humans. Where I think octopi are kind of a fun answer because what octopi could do would be nothing like humans could do. Like they could do yeah. some very interesting stuff because they don't even have the same sort of brain. But I think if monkeys were evolved, they'd be very similar to us. Hmm. What about um, what about like a cat? So are we like talking about them dominating? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm I'm trying to imagine this because would that be like a technical domination, kind of like humans, or would this be like a uh, like a, a big cats sort of thing, like you know, big ferocious stuff? Both, just like humans. Mm-hmm. You had the big ferocious humans, just like um, Dwayne Johnson, and then you got the technical ones, like. Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy, mm-hmm. or Jamie Heineman. Yep, yep. So I, I would argue a little bit that uh, cats were kind of the dominant species. I mean, there wasn't one species of cat, but like uh, saber-toothed uh, lions or saber-toothed tigers, I forget which. But those and also just like normal tigers, those were super, super dominant, like, you know, thousands of years ago. Like the number one killer of humans were those cats. And eventually humans learned methods to kill these cats with uh, dogs, spears, dogs. They do use dogs for it. Befriend a dog and then the cat goes away. Uh, Yes, that's, that's how it worked. Um, Mm -hmm. But they, you know, spears, arrows, all kind of stuff. And they killed off a lot of the cat population. So like, the cat population, like, say, tiger population in India and places, that's way, way lower than it was originally. It's because we killed most of them off. But we did that because they're, like, a huge predator. And I, I could see cats, you know, being one of the dominant species if they were to kind of get back up there in numbers. And that's why India doesn't have any frosted flakes. Because they killed off all the tigers. <laughs> y- yes. Yes. That is true. Hey, this is basic evolution we're talking about here. <laughs> uh, as as a penance for us, mm-hmm. for for you killing us, we shall say Frosted Flakes. They're not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, human plus dog equals negative cat. Negative cat equals negative cornflakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the what about sky? What about bird? Could bird? be dominant um i don't know uh what about really smart bird what about like a really like a raven they're really smart Mm -hmm. uh i I don't know 
It's it's hard for me to think. Uh, are, are birds cooperative with each other? Some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Some of them. Sometimes, um, like um, they they've seen like when there's a dead raven. Sometimes other ravens will or crows for that matter too. They'll come down and they'll like all huddle around the the dead one. And first they thought that, oh, wow, they're like mourning the, the death. But then they found out it was just like a murder investigation. I see. Interesting. Interesting. Like yeah. a murder of crows? Yeah, murder of crows. Investigating? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I could see ravens potentially. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of birds that have potential. I mean, birds aren't necessarily dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, I would like to see like owls because owls are badass. Like I'd like to see them like you know fuck shit up and everything. Uh, I, I, I could see birds. It, what's one thing interesting thing about birds is they have a bit of a collective intelligence to them too. Like if you ever seen like a big flock of birds just kind of flying and trying to find a place to perch or a place to go, it's like there's no one leader for that like you know flock, but they all kind of know like where to go and all kind of arrive at some sort of thing and you could say that maybe there's like a collective intelligence like there's no one leader but through some sort of like all little like uh maneuvers and everything they can communicate to each other oh this is a great spot this is a great spot and eventually they come upon some sort of a uh, general agreement there and that that could have some interesting implications if they were to say start evolving and kind of grow that collective intelligence in that agreement mechanism what about what about an insect could an insect ever become the dominant species? Because there's a lot of them. I hope not. What about like a really smart bee? Uh, like Jerry Seinfeld bee. Let's hope it's not Jerry Seinfeld. But maybe, maybe not. I mean, I I don't really think insects are smart. Do you? I Some of them could be, yeah. Hmm. I don't see why not. I think a lot of the stuff they do is just programmed into them. Like that one bee sued the humans. Remember that? Mm, yep. Yeah, didn't see the movie. Uh, th- thankfully Me not. Either. I-, I heard it was awful. Me either. But Jerry Seinfeld bee had a relationship with a human woman and that's how you get super smart bees. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, I agree. So, so are there any other insects you could think of? Uh, so, I mean, we're talking like hive mind, like, mentality mm-hmm. um potentially being a collective smart when you're talking about the birds that could be the case for insects of some sort like ants yep um if if they are working together as a group you know maybe one ant by itself isn't very smart but maybe 10,000 ants would be hmm that's true that's true yeah cuz ants are really interesting cuz they're not even like they have individual kind of uh, aspects to them. Uh, they're not all clones necessarily, but they're very closely related. They actually more related to each other than they are to the mother, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but they can't reproduce, so their allegiance is to the mother. But uh, where I'm going with this is that they they operate a lot in these kind of collective intelligences, and part of this is enabled by the fact that they don't like. There's no individual reason for them to kind of go against each other. There's no advantage given by that. And they do all sorts of weird, interesting things. Like, uh, they plan paths. There's these videos of, like, uh, these certain kind of ants where they will kind of join 
like hands and like make rafts when like there's a flood and then they kind of just like float down the river or whatever and they're able to survive that way like that's just very very unusual and very very crafty and i think the big thing that ants have going for them and maybe bees to some some similar extent uh i'm sorry i i disparaged your bees because i didn't think about the colony aspect but they they have this like cooperation that you can't achieve or it's very very hard to achieve like on a human level like they can do things like sacrifice themselves like there's these one type of ants that will like when they're threatened or when there's some sort of issue they'll kind of like blow up and they like have acid inside them like mm. th- that, that that's not okay i'm not gonna say that's not something humans would do but <laughs> you're less likely to get that sort of stuff with humans yeah or you're more likely to get that be some sort of crazy i don't know like like culture induced stuff and not like a sort of inherent feature i i would argue that the dominant species wouldn't change if humans disappeared that humans aren't the dominant species right now anyway i am definitely interested to hear what you think it is but i think we should do this in a second part so hey next time on we to talk we'll do part two of our talk about the dominant species on earth what would it be who would it be i don't know but we need to talk